Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 170 of the All Dolphins podcast on this Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Mm-hmm. Let's dispense of the what's the word? What's the word? I forget. Let's take care of the business at hand with the number recognition hat tip to number 70. First time go around. We did Kendall Langford this time. We're going to tip our hat to Juwan James. First round pick of the Dolphins in 2014 out of Tennessee, 19th overall pick. A solid right tackle uh, who played his four years here. Might have gotten the fifth with the fifth-year option. I don't recall. Signed with Denver as a free agent. And after he left, it's been nothing but bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. I think he's torn an Achilles like three different times. Or- yeah, I'm pretty sure his career is over. If not, he would have probably had a workout. Um, Jawan, I believe, was living in Tennessee. Um, his girlfriend, I believe, or fiance or wife now, was like a, a former volleyball player at Tennessee. And I think um, they they began establishing a life and a family. And truth be told, you know, what's the average career of an NFL player? 3.4 years. I don't know if that's the latest figure. Um, when you double that, you've been a success. Uh, I say this all the time, and I literally just had a conversation with Kendall Lamb about it um, today. When you're hitting, when you hit double digits oh, yeah. of an NFL career, you realize how ridiculous that is and how much of a physical challenge and grind. Like, are you kidding? That's for the elites of elites because you're not just like hanging on at double digits, like very few Justin Bethels in the NFL, very few of them. So I think Jawan had a phenomenal career, especially as a first round pick. He was never a disappointment here, correct? Phenomenal. Was he, was he a disappointment here? Uh, considering it was a 19th overall pick. Yeah. He, he was hold a serviceable. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Has Jawan James had a better Dolphins career than Austin Jackson? Yeah, but except Austin Jackson's book is not complete yet. Okay. I'm just talking about when Jawan James was here, his five years was better than Austin Jackson's four now. Austin Jackson is a success story, just got an extension, but you won't acknowledge that he matched what Juwan James accomplished or contributed. Juwan left because of money and injuries got in his way. Uh, you know, that happens. Well, hold on. Austin Jackson is a success because the well, – hold on. Can we say Austin Jackson is a success or the arrow is pointing up and it looks like he'll become a success? Although he did get a second contract, so that in itself represents success. Um. But Juwan James, again, for the 19th overall pick in a draft. Uh, Austin was 18th. I, I don't think he was bad. I, he, uh, would, would I have, would no, I have I heard? Go ahead. 
Would no, I, I was gonna say Morgan, Mo- Morgan, Mo- uh, uh, Morgan Moses? Moses? Or? Yeah. Yes, I would have. I said that during that draft. He's had a better career and a longer career. But Austin, I mean, um, Juwan is not a disappointment. Wasn't a disappointment. He left because of money. Simple as that. I, I don't know. Did I, did I say disappointment? No. The term I used. Um, Again, to I, me, the value wasn't there. Unless you, for a right tackle, and this is where Austin, in the long run, if he becomes like a like a really solid right tackle for five years. years, five years, ten years, that'd be great. For five, ten years, I think that's that's so all he needs is five years. So this is one. I'll give his rookie year. So he's had two. So he needs three okay. more good years. I don't know. Jawan Jawan was solid, um, and then maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm asking too much, but for me, for a 19th overall pick at a, at a in a year where. And here's the other thing. Watch, you know what? As I look at the rest of that 2014 first round, yeah, I guess the Dolphins are pretty well. Although Demarcus Lawrence was the second pick of the second round, Joel Betonio was the third pick of the second round. And those guys are ballers. Yeah, uh, but you, you know, can't you can't and, do and the, drafts like that because then it factors in needs and all kinds of things. Like I, I remember, you know, some some of Chris Greer's better draft picks were when he addressed the position, even though he had depth at that position, like Jarvis Landry. Right. Um, and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Laramie Tunsil. Like, so even, even I believe they had depth at, at cornerback when they drafted Xavier Howard. Um, so those are the picks that I like and I respect. Uh, I will acknowledge that Juwan James was a draft pick for need. I mean, they just went into they that draft. Depth. Sorry, they had depth at cornerback when they drafted Jamar Fletcher. Sorry. <laughs> Horrible scheme fit, though. Sorry? Horrible scheme fit, though. Like, how do you draft a slow cornerback and you play press man? So correct. So on top of having of have taking a pick at a position where you didn't have a major need, you picked a guy who's a bad scheme fit. And you passed on Drew Brees. Other than that, it was a perfect pick. Okay. Uh, let's bring it back to the present. On Thursday, biggest news of the day is always always got to be the target. Although we have we have to address, <laughs> you know what the biggest news. You know what I'm going to say. The biggest news of the day is the tour reaction to his comments in no. the national talk shows. That's up no, there. Absolutely not. I don't even know what those are. I, oh man, I, yeah, no, they're they're all over the place. And are are they? Because I I don't I don't. I don't. What, 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 I'm curious now. You got my you piqued my interest. What was the reaction? Oh, you don't want to wait? You want to, we want to go straight to that? Yeah, no, I want to know. I want to know. What was well, it? Among, among other things, uh, Jason McCourty, this one surprised me. Jason McCourty, former teammate, who's on Good Morning Football, who's very good, by the way, kind of made the, kind of said that Tua was talking out of both sides of his mouth when he said, I don't care, but, but I I'm keeping receipts. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, he's not wrong. Uh, Shannon Sharp, when Shannon Sharp, when nuts on him, I mean, you say you don't care and you talk about 90 minutes. Uh, no, you say like you're taking receipts and you say you don't care and you're talking about nine minutes, 90, 90 minutes about how you don't care. And then you just beat the Jets and who are the Jets? Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. He, he was going nuts on him. Um, okay. I mean, Dan Orlowski. Dan Orlowski. Okay. Give me Dan. Give me Dan. Give me Dan. I didn't catch all of it. Dan Orlovsky came to Tua's defense. Dan Orlovsky is a big Tua guy. Uh, so is Lewis Redickson, and Sharp is not. The smart people. In his chat. Sorry? smart people are Tua supporters. <laughs> the people I respect. Uh, if Lewis Riddick is riding for you, I'm riding for you. I, I love you. I know. You, you have this love affair with Lewis Riddick. Oh, right? I, I – you know, you know what sparked the love affair with Lewis Riddick? No, I don't, but I'm trying to it, find it's out. It's a good story. Um, one day I'm at home and I am, the TV's just on as a backdrop during the NFL season. And I guess I was like glowing over. This is during the era where Rashad Jones was elevating himself to elite status. Okay. Mm-hmm. And can't remember who the coach was probably sorry, Joe Philbin, or, or I can't remember you, 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 you know, the era. And then this guy, and you know, Rashad is not a, a national TV talking point. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna talk about. It was an era where nobody was talking about the Dolphins. 
And Lewis Riddick gets on television for the very first time. I think he was on an ESPN tryout. And he is absolutely dissecting, diagnosing all of the Dolphins' issue and then praising Rashad Jones and the growth and development that, uh, that, that, that he had shown. And this guy was so thorough. I thought to myself, holy crap, he's reading my stuff. That's a joke. <laughs> that is good. The fact that that's you didn't laugh was offensive. No, that's funny. That's funny. The fact that I got to tell you that's a joke means you don't know me. Um, no. And I was just like, I was like stunned. It was an era where nobody was talking about the Dolphins. So, you know, and anytime you would hear a national pundit talk about the Dolphins, you'd be like, yeah, they didn't watch the game. Or, yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. Or, yeah, that didn't happen. And here was a guy on TV, national TV, and he was just so on point with it. And I've always respected and loved Lewis's takes on everything. You know, he does the work. And this was before he was doing the broadcast games, um, you know, oh, but anyway, I, yeah. No, I, I, I gave you a hard time because I think he's very good, too. I just I, I don't know if I have the same level of adulation. Who's your number one in the game? Who's your number one, number one NFL analyst in the game? I don't know. Uh, gotta be somebody. I, yeah, I don't know. Throw out some names. I don't know. Uh, Tony Romo, Chris Collins. No, oh, no, 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 uh, no, no. Um, um, one of the ESPN talking heads. Um, who's the other guy uh, on Fox that loves Tua? Um, I think, I, I think Chris Collins works very good. I think Charles Davis is very good. Charles Davis is very uh, good. Um, uh, I don't. I'm, Greg Gold. Anyway, we, we're, 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 we can have these conversations in the summer. People want to know about Tyreek. Tyreek. Uh, while you were there, I had a little emergency with my wife and her, her vehicle. So yes. I had to bail. I did, see, I did see him stretch, but then I had to bail. You were there. So what can you tell us? Um, running fast. Tyreek fast. Shock, shocker. Um, cha- so I'm do change of direction drills. Look like Tyreek. So I'm run some patterns, then uh, like gearing down was the issue and thought to myself, hmm, I think this might be the only practice I'm allowing him participate in today and I'll try it out again tomorrow. I mean, I'll try it out again on Sunday. Free game. Okay. Was he cutting um, okay? What do you say? Oh yeah. The cutting was, the cutting was good, but then you're you're doing movements that you're preparing for i think the issue to me that would be a concern is movements that i'm not prepared for you understand you understand what i'm saying do shockingly enough i do um and and the fear is him re-aggravating the injury and then robert hunt in the situation sorry rob a new word a new definition of hunting (laughs) um and and that's not Rob's fault because God knows they took their time. They were patient with it. They and and I do acknowledge what Mike McDaniel said about Robert Hunt. He said that it was just a freakish body movement that he had to do. And I literally went and rewatched that game to see what this freakish body movement was. And yeah, Robert Hunt was like on a ballet move to try to block a guy, and it it, it just looked super awkward. And that was it. Yeah, because I re- I saw the play again. Also, didn't he like like take a major step to his right because of the way the guy came and that kind of yeah I can't you can't remember. Um, okay. but Tyreek, I think they the the best thing that they can do is prepare to go without Tyreek. He's probably going to try to go, and knowing how important this game is, he's probably going to push it. Now the question is, is he going to play with a shot in the ankle, and would that be wise? And then what would be the ramifications and downside towards that? Um, and would that impact your performance the rest of the season? And are we going to have to continue to play? I'm, I'm not one of those media members who perpet- pretends like guys don't take shots. You're like, I've, I, 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 <laughs> considering you 
in every episode. No, that's pretty clear. I I, I work for I am athlete, and I've heard the horror stories. Yeah, they, they will give you drug. They won't give you drugs anymore. Um, I, but I did cover the team during that era, as did you. Um, uh, do you remember the Jared Hodrick lessons of of pill popping that NFL wanted wanted him to do? Um, it's it's. I'm glad the NFL is past their opioid crisis, but. Let's not pretend like they ain't quick to shoot you up. And there are negatives to that, downsides to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me not forget that I should write down some notes here. Also on the injury report. So right, right now, would, would you think he's playing? Right now, would I think it's he's playing? I would put it at 50-50. If he practices tomorrow, he's absolutely playing. I would not practice him tomorrow. Okay. I'm just playing, you know, I, I stayed at a holiday inn. Um, I saw him one day. He's participated in the heaviest work day of the week. You want to do Saturday's walkthrough? Cool. But we're resting that ankle tomorrow. No. Um, uh, also, the aforementioned Robert Hunt did not practice for the second. Yeah, season. there's there's some drama on the injury report. I don't know if you, you really went through. I don't know if you really got it. That the. What did I? What didn't I get? See, because I'm a chubby chaser. That whole, that whole, that whole injury report to me was about the offensive line. You, you, you didn't, you didn't, and we, you know, we never discussed Mike McDaniel addressing. Hey, Mike, what kind of, what's your offensive line going to look like on Sunday? And Mike's response was, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't know, and. Lester Cotton surfaced on the injury report with a hip. But. But what? He was full. He was full. But he's been on there with a hip before. And you could go look it up in your little research. Well, I, 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 don't, I didn't even know if it's pointless because I looked at the the other day and I missed Chubb having yeah. been on the list against Trust Washington. me. Trust me. You know how I obsess about offensive He was on it like a month ago with a hip. And I was like, oh, that ain't good. Um. And for him to surface on there again was like, oh, okay. Um, gotta gotta monitor that. And then today was the second day Austin Jackson didn't didn't practice. Mm-hmm. Now, when I wrote on alldolphins.com earlier in at, at the night of the game, and then the next day that hey. This guy isn't this layup that you think he is to continue to play with this oblique injury. If you know Mike McDaniel's history, if it's an injury that could potentially get worse before it gets better and could potentially get better with some rest, he's sitting you. Well, Austin hasn't practiced all week. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, you know he's not playing, right? And Yeah. yeah. And... Now, and I'm not saying that I'm worried or concerned or fearful because Kendall Lamb has pl- done an admirable job in his role this season. We we will we agree on that? Yes? No? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kendall Lamb is a guy that I, I and I said this to him today, and he absolutely stiff-armed it, but I was like, you do realize that you saved the season. And in my opinion, bro, name, name, name the top Liam, five. Liam saved the season. Huh? Liam saved. No, Liam will save the season. Okay. But name the top five positions in the NFL. Go for it. I don't know what they are. Okay. So is left tackle not? A top five position in the NFL? No, no, no. Actually, you know what? Shockingly enough, you actually make a decent point. That because of the arm steady. Shocked I make a decent point? Yes, you do. (laughs) I'm not it's not about me doing making a decent point. It's about you being shocked I make a decent point. So I've done 170 podcasts with you, and this is my first decent point. I think you're fifth, actually. (laughs) Come on, I flash and I don't have him with me. I'm yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't, you see, and mint. then you don't even give me my mint. I know. There you go. Here's your mint. Then uh, uh, I have a mint. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't treat your cat like that. I bet you would get if you said you get a treat, you'd give the cat a treat. You can't just say, 
oh, here's your treat. And the cat's like, like, where's my treat? That's a fair point. It's my sixth, right? Okay, hold on. Let me go get, let me go get them. No, come back here. Come back here. Um, so uh, Kendall has saved the season. I'm sorry. You, 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 you could put it like Tua without protection is Brian Flores Tua. And the number before anybody jumps up and, and starts getting in your face about it, metaphorically, the numbers back it up. Somebody had a, a I don't know who it was on social media. The numbers when when he doesn't have pressure, he, he's like it's among like right near the top second, third, and what in all categories with pressure, it's thirtieth, thirty second, thirty first. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, um, those are the guys' numbers. Oh. Okay, I, I got I got to look at I, I you know all of these all of these um, metrics and analytics and. The, these advanced metrics and analytics, I feel very uncomfortable with a lot of them because a lot of them are subjective as all hell. So yeah. like, oh, air yards or yards more than what you're projected to yards, get. Yards over expectation. Like, Who's expectation? Who's expectation? A computer's expectation? Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like, are you kidding me? So anyway, but it, it, let me let me digress. And 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 people in the NFL, literally executives in the NFL, have sat me down for hour long conversations explaining this crap to me, and I'm still like, this is crap. It's bull crap. What about analytics? Yeah, no, no, certain analytics like yards over rush expectation, and and they they and it's like they are trying to turn football into math and computer computer programming and just like Moneyball. And this is dumb. You either have the ability to identify if a guy can play or he cannot. Like, and, and, and what they're doing is all of these accountants and mathematicians and engineers are now running or putting themselves in position to run NFL franchises and organizations. It's a nice like, gig if you can get it. Are you effing kidding me? And then and and the Mike and not not to be disrespectful, Mike Tannenbaum, because I I do like Mike Tannenbaum and I love him on TV. But then the Mike Tannenbaums of the world are running NFL organizations with just hearsay on what a good player actually looks like. Never been in the trenches. Never seen it up close and personal, never played against it like like the Aussie Newsoms of the world. And yeah, they could go get second and third jobs and like, yeah, we're we're accountants. Like are you sorry, like uh, my uh, this, that's my analytics rant, which yeah. is not the first time I've shared it. You know which one I love? Completion probability. It's like it's very, very cool when they do that. And they literally the five toughest throws or the five throws with the lowest completion probability you never seen that one no oh, yeah and it's, they said like he's sort of like a tight window throw or is like there's no space and they'll give it oh it had a completion probability of seven percent that's awesome and all that and I'm, all i can can think of is who the hell decided that that was what number what a computer because based on how fast the defenders were moving based on their distance from because now every player's wearing these trackers and and like are you effing kidding me like seriously to track the trajectory and the speed of the ball this like the nfl is math now and considering i'm not good at math and you know <laughs> see that's why now we get to the root of the problem that's why you hate it because you suck at math that's why you hate it um no I, I personally hate it also i like it to me it works in baseball because <laughs> baseball is always again baseball is usually it's is math in the pitcher Okay, and whereas in football, everything depends on other people. So it's like, eh. and 
It also does not account for intangibles, which are very important in certain team sports. Uh, let's go back to the injury report, if we may, with the right side of the offensive line. In and chaos. In chaos, correct. Well, I, see, I, I think we're, we're pretty safe in saying that Hunt and Jackson are not playing. No, I'm not safe there on Jackson. If he practices tomorrow, which might be something he's going to try to do, or, okay. or they take a look. Okay. You know, but he might not. And Mike McDaniel might just acknowledge that he'd be ruled out. Remember, remember earlier this week where he's like, it's not as serious as Jalen Phillips. Let's not put it in that category. Mm-hmm. And okay, well, if it's not as serious as Jalen Phillips, is he going to practice tomorrow? But if we both know, based on Mike McDaniel's history, he doesn't practice tomorrow, he doesn't play. Correct? It's very, it's extraordinarily rare for a guy to pull a DNP every day of the week and not and play. The one last week with Liam where he didn't practice was different because they didn't practice on Wednesday. No, 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 no. He was no, limited. No, 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 no. Say what? He was limited that one day that they did practice. Now, he didn't participate oh, sorry, sorry, in practice. Sorry, 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 sorry. He didn't participate in practice, but he was out there. Oh, it was Tyreek who did the DNP, but then Tyreek didn't play. So it's it happens, but it's very, very rare. It hasn't now, happened this one. season. It has not happened this season. Correct. Right. Here's I've one I want to. What? I said I've been tracking it because okay. I, I think coaches have coaches have tendencies and and we know Mike McDaniel is conservative with his injury tendencies. The other one that was interesting to me and I wrote about I did a, a, a notebook on alldolphins.com is Raheem Mostert has ankle knee. Now with this, you took it away. Ankle knee vet rest, and he's got a DNP. Both days, however, he was there today. However, he spoke to the media. Usually, when the players are injured, they're not allowed to talk to the media, which leads me to conclude that it was more vet rest than ankle or knee. That's my conclusion there. He was there. I don't understand. Yeah, practice. Huh? Yes. He was there for stretching. I I absolutely saw him. I guess he never came out for, for anything else. But there are a lot of guys. Javon Holland does that, and he's limited. Javon, Javon, the portion that we watch in practice, Javon Holland wasn't there. So, and yes, Javon is not playing. Like y'all can write that down. He was limited. He was listed as limited. I, dude, I'm just telling you what they said. Okay. Um, Xavier Howard practiced, participated for the first time this week. Um, Xavier is intends to play however Xavier does not always have control of whether or not he plays because the coaching staff kind of lost trust in him being honest about him playing however spoke to Xavier today and Xavier is not going to put himself in position to go out there and perform poorly also and I don't know if it's this year or last year, there was a week where Xavier said during the week, I'm ready to go on playing, and boom, he didn't play. And that's because Mike McDaniel does not trust Xavier. Xavier is in the Javon Holland camp of, I don't trust you to tell me the truth about where you are physically. And that's because of last year where he played with the groins. I'm sure X kept telling him, I can play, I can play. And he, he played, but he wasn't the, the X. He wasn't the X factor he usually is. I like that. Um, one thing that we should discuss about the cornerbacks is C.D. Lamb. We all know who C.D. Lamb is. He's one of the top performers in the league this season. Um, he's got Dak Prescott, who is arguably one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL, right along with Brock Purdy and Tua Tonga Valor. They are the top. You just know the top three? Top three. I said it. What I said. Are we? Okay, but are you going strictly because of passer rating, or are we are we excluding Lamar Jackson, for example? We know my standards, Poupard. We know my standards, which are what passer rating and nothing else. Passer rating and wins, sir. Record, passer rating and wins. You yeah. you you might not agree with my standard, but no, you know I don't. No, I you, did, you, but I do know you, them. You might not agree with my standards, sir, but you know them. So okay, um, well, to me, Lamar Jackson clearly has been better than Dak Prescott. And I would probably argue Josh Allen, numbers aside, has been better than Dak Prescott. Okay. 
top five. Does that make you more comfortable? Dak Prescott Thank is a you. top huh? Dak Prescott is a top five quarterback, right along with Tua Tonga-Valoa, correct? We're, this, we're, season, this season, absolutely. You gotta throw into this season, huh? You 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 just don't want to break, do you? You 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 don't want to break. Not not last season, not last season, this season. You you can't just can't just let it ride. This season. What is it you want me to say? Because as I said, a blanket overall statement, top five quarterback. <laughs> Let's revisit this at the end of the season. <laughs> after after the end of the season, after we see how he performs in December games and see how many big games he's won. Yes, let's revisit this at the end of the season. Absolutely. Um, uh, <laughs> but my, what was my point? Um, C.D. Lamb. Jalen Ramsey shadowed last week. Why? Go ahead. Tell your lies. Because X, X was not available. That's my buddy Vic Fangio. Told, and Vic Fangio, who I already loved, acknowledged my ex-post hat. When, when he first came into the media room. Like, you love him because he's an old grumpy man. Uh, duh. And now we acknowledge him. Expos hat. So now I'm in. I went from liking him to loving him. I mean, it's like um, it was, now it's a full blown love affair. Uh, so, but he he said very specifically, X was out. That's why Jalen Ramsey shadowed Garrett Wilson. Point blank. Now we know C.D. Lamb goes into the slot. Is Jalen Ramsey going to shadow him in the slot, or is Cater Kohu about to take another beating? I think you answered you. I think you answered your own question there. <laughs> I, I and I like Cater, and I think Cater is I, a very good cornerback. Do I think he has business covering top five cornerbacks in the NFL? No, because you and and we talked about it today with Sam Madison, which I thought his answer was hilarious. Um, about hey. We kind of know that with X and Ramsey on the field, Cater's under heavy fire every damn game. It, like, you guys think you might want to mm, do something about that? And his response was along the lines of, oh, Cater wants the action. He Every quarterback wants to see action. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm pretty sure Cater don't want to see that much damn action. <laughs> just, just I'm, I might just be guessing, but like, do you think I want to be attacked every single game? No, particularly if you, if, if you're getting beaten. But, but he's, I mean, he's been okay. Been not been, not been great. Um, okay. He was, he was okay against uh, Tennessee. Yeah, he's just, he's just. Uh, he's yeah, just he was okay against Tennessee. Can't remember. Oh no, no, no. He had a well, especially at the end of the game. It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. Okay, uh, I can I can keep going if you'd like, but I don't want to do that to him because I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and we know Buffalo. I mean, that was, but he, again, he was I, asked to cover Stephon Diggs. I mean, come on. I, I think he struggled against Washington too. Uh, I I'm I'm I mean, I'm not gonna let's let's just move on. Let's just move on. He, 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 here's my thing. With or without X, you putting Ramsey on Lamb. Are you asking me a prediction or what? Um, what do you What do you do? You are you are your old grumpy self, Vic Fangio. What What do you do? Um, 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 um. You're a curmudgeon. You're setting your ways. You a cornerback finally. You finally let a quarterback shadow somebody. Yeah, I, and I don't think you will. I mean, I, but I think there's there's certainly something to be said for doing it. Yeah, a very good performance. Although here's here's the thing, okay, and this is where I'm guilty. I haven't looked at the all twenty-two. How much of the fact that because apparently was well, so he shadowed him for what twenty-two snaps or twenty-seven snaps, and mm -hmm. there was one target. So how much of it is Ramsey blanketing him all over the field to where the guy doesn't get open, and well, how much of it is Zach Wilson having three guys in his face the second he drops back? That's great. You're you're absolutely great. But I think one hand washes the other. And if I just did that, I want to double down and keep doing that because I'm sorry. I know we're all football novices and don't have the intellectual capabilities of Vic Fangio, who has forgotten way more football than we actually know. But raise your hand if you're a Dolphins fan and you think that Jalen Ramsey or Xavier Howard should be shadowing the best player in the NFL, best receiver on the opposition seat. Like, 
my hand is raised. Like, so you wouldn't be okay with whoever, whatever side Lamb lines up. That guy's got a man to man for you. It has to be the same. I, guy. Here's my approach. Here's my yeah. thought process. If I was an old curmudgeonous veteran or defensive coordinator who is considered the best in the game, I would definitely have Jalen Ramsey stay on his side. And then if Lamb goes into the nickel, Jalen goes into the nickel. I'm not, I'm not having them attack Cater intentionally with 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 lamb without without some blowback i'm making dak beat me on the outside now what i wouldn't do is have ramsey just exclusively shadow lamb and then have xavian and and xavian and 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 ramsey swapping sides going back and forth because one they're not Xavier hasn't been on that side the whole season. Why would he move now? Not to say that he cannot do it, but you know what? Wh- what are we do? What are we doing here? Like, what are we? Yes, we're we're at the point where we do have two elite cornerbacks. One is not healthy right now, which could be a factor in terms of my decisions. Um, but do I really want them swapping sides? I I want Ramsey covering lamb if he's on his side or if he's in the nickel and i think unless x proves that he can't handle it which could be a possibility i leave x where he is i'd leave x on his little island but if lamb winds up on his side then you then you would go zone or you would have x i mean they i i I would have x covering i mean i just don't think what i said in the beginning you just said a lot more eloquently than I did. I, I would um, have him cover him. I would have Ramsey cover him if he's on that side or if he's at nickel. My thing is you got to stop because right now the trend is the opposition's putting their best receiver in the nickel, even if he doesn't play the nickel because they want to go after Cater. And if you know defenses are doing this, how about you do something to stop it? It's just my personal opinion. No, that, makes, that makes sense. Um, and Dominic and Sue. Visited the Dolphins Wednesday. We have discussed this gentleman before when he when there was talk that he wanted to resume his NFL career for the stretch run, and we weren't exactly glowing in our reviews. Gang, it is what it is. The dude's got does not have a good reputation in terms of what a locker room presence he is. Um, you know what's funny, and you might be able to address this. Oh, let me let me show you my. My Mila shirt. Nice. Show. Yeah, I had a shirt made for my for my daughter. Very nice. Um, work today at work. Um, I generally try not to slander players. I know people will not believe that, but I generally try to be positive about people especially if it doesn't relate to on-field performances but there are things that i saw and stuff that i heard during the indomitian suit era where it was unanimous and i'm not just talking about things that i heard i saw him verbally abuse a teammate to the point where that guy lost confidence in himself and this and it was a choice. You were just being mean in front of everybody. And he wasn't a popular player when he was here. And everybody in the NFL knows Indomitian Sue. If there's a definition of if there's a picture next to the word mercenary in an NFL dictionary, Indomitian Sue's picture will be there. Now, could the thought process be? That adding Indomitian suit to this defense can turn them from the top five unit in the NFL, which is where they are right now, to the number one unit in the NFL. That might be why the consideration. Well, why are you shaking your head? I'm saying he was not the guy who would make him go from five to one. No, sorry. I mean, he's a very effective player, especially oh, no, in the prime. Without question. 
I mean, you remember I told you, remember I told you that dude is solid. Let's have that discussion again. That dude is big, thick. Yes. But let me ask you, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And this is a, this is a conversation that we in the media contingent discussed for about 20 minutes today. And it's unanimous from all of us, the things that we've heard, bad guy, cancer, locker room destroyer. Do you think that this Dolphins locker room is Sue proof? Before I answer, I made it a point to ask Vic today if he'd had any interaction during his time as a consultant with the Eagles last year with Sue. He said no. Uh, he also said this was basically the Dolphins wanting to bring him in for a visit, see if he could still play check out his, his interest level. And to me, it's like, obviously, if Sue went there, he's got an interest level. Yeah. Is the he's trying to cherry pick another title contender. That's all he's doing. And, and good. Okay, three Super Bowls in five years, that's pretty good. If you don't sign him, he's probably going to go to the other Super Bowl contender. Zuh. Yeah. So do you get in bed with the devil? Well, here's the thing, is I, and I spoke to, to my friend who covers the Eagles, and he told me he was actually good for the team, and he was very productive in the playoffs. So there's that, and this is where I would think the Dolphins would have a very long conversation with him. And to me, I don't think it would, that the visit was so much about does he look like he can still play because, yeah, he can still play, was maybe picking his brain. hasn't been on a field in nine months. And you're just like, oh, yeah, he can still play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember seeing him last year, and and unless I'm – correct me if I'm wrong, he played in the second half of the season last year as well, and he came in and he looked like he's always looked. Um, the, and so my point is I think the, the, the visit was a whole lot of drilling him you know, can you be like a good team player? It's not about Dominic and Sue. And he was with the Dolphins from 2015 through 2017. Immediately, let me put that out there. Dude was actually really, really good. And a lot of people dumped on his tenure here. Well, the Dolphins signed him to six years, 114 million. And he was that kind of player. No, he wasn't. Uh, that was a contract. And then they cut him after three years. There was no way anybody could live up to that ridiculous contract, especially for a defensive tackle. Unless you're Aaron Donald, and he wasn't that, but he was very good. So I, here's the thing: is I, and again, I think it would, to me it's good to have a visit, keep his number on file. There hasn't been like a massive need. There hasn't been like an any time at all this season where like, like oh, would they really could use? Even though the numbers are low, they only have oh, they could use a defensive lineman. They've always been in need of a defensive lineman. When has when has it ever shown up where in a game and I, and I look correct? I'm with you. We look at the roster. It's Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, Raekwon Davis, and Deshaun Hand. That is low on numbers. They've been begging for one all season, but they haven't needed one yet. And it's I mean that doesn't Wilkins mean he hasn't Sealer. been begging for one all season. That no. does not mean Christian. Don't know where he is on the injury report. He's not. Growings just don't disappear. They just don't. All right. Who? Growings, growing issues. When did Listen, Christian have a groin issue? Damn, man. We're going to do this again? Point. Yeah. When, he, he, when? Two weeks ago. Um, he surfaced one day, um, limited, growing. He and, did. And, Why am I forgetting all this? And 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 I I will I I'm going to tell you, that, but you keep it between us, okay? And everybody else out here. No, just just us. Okay. Um, Raekwon Davis is wearing a compression sleeve on a leg. Okay. You know what that means. Oh, okay. So there's always a reason why they start kicking these tires. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? And I get it. I get it. But do you want to hire this mercenary and potentially have him poison your locker room? Is your locker room Sue proof? Well, is he the same Sue who was here six years ago? That's the question. And I know, I know, I believe I saw your tweet of leopards and stripes or 
it's Labrador and Spots or something, whatever. If I'm, Labrador I'm, and Spots. Okay, let, 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 I'm using losing my metaphors. If you're doing cats and tails, I would be. I'd be great there. Might, might be a fact. Might be a factor of my trust issues. I, I'm not. I'm not acknowledging. I do have trust issues, blinders, and if you if you do harm one time, why would I re-engage you, giving you the opportunity to do harm? We will acknowledge that the Sue error was a mistake. Correct. Correct. In terms, yeah, because I and this is where I should have I should have been more clear about the production on the field was very good. Six years, one hundred and ten million dollars. By the way, I said one fourteen. Yeah, you said one fourteen. for four million. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I, I mean, you you would you. Would. <laughs> I I I remember I remember. It's funny. You know, I remember contracts because I love the contract aspect of it. Almost so as much as you like offensive linemen. He was the first non-quarterback to get a quarterback deal, which is why I always remember that. Um, so anyway, I, I should have mentioned that, yeah, that his production on the field was good. The overall effect wasn't good because, again, he was not a good locker room guy. Here's the thing. First of all, one thing about him, he's a very smart guy. He admitted in a 2021 interview that he was a bad teammate in Miami. Uh, to me, again. It, Did he say have, why he was a bad teammate in Miami? Do you remember uh, that? Interview? I don't recall. Do you recall? No, I don't. Re I don't even remember the interview. I I, oh, I, purged, yeah. I I purged my brain of Sue because I knew he was that toxic in the environment. And even though he went on to play for the Rams and Tampa Bay and the Eagles and won Super Bowls, and props to him and congratulations to him. You you cherry pick good winning teams um, to be part of you. You fleece people. Like that's all good. You're you're a mercenary. I get it. You're a hired gun. My question, which you continue to still avoid, is your locker room sue proof? Maybe. If he's the same, no locker room is sue proof. If he's the same guy he was back then, but if you, it, what should happen is if the Dolphins do indeed sign him, is very clearly state to him, we see any signs of an issue of the attitude popping up, you're gone. You know, like I know, you know? Yeah, I mean. Because I, I don't I don't think, to me, the cut off the possibility, and this is where I was getting at, is in that visit, I'm sure they drilled him, and then now they have to have a comfort level there. Yeah, he, he's going to fit in the locker room. Or he's I not. think Mike McDaniel can coach anybody, and I think he can reach anybody. And I think he has friends, his friends in the game, who did coach Sue, who can give them a first person report about what Sue was like. Now, maybe the Sue today is a completely different Sue from when we covered him. Correct. But you know, I got trust issues. Oh, um, you don't, you don't think like Vic, for example, I'm sorry. You don't think like maybe through Vic that they, he reached out to Nick Sirianni or Howie Roseman, the GM with the Eagles. And talk to them because if he said he didn't have any interaction with Sue last year, very possible that he reached out to those guys and say, "Okay, what was he like to work with?" Um, and I agree with you. And furthermore, with as far as McDaniel being able to work with practically any player in the NFL, furthermore, the fact that they're both very, very intelligent, I think, can connect on that level. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. I I was against. I'm still against it. I, if you have concern at defensive tackle, show me the list. Akeem Hicks, I'm sorry. You're telling me you, you can't kick those tires? He doesn't want to come in for a month's worth of work, get his get another year's of pension for, by playing four games? And I don't know what kind of condition he's in. Maybe he's not in the same kind of condition as Indomitian Sue. If we're going to kick tires, let's kick all the tires before we get in, in, in bed with a snake, and then the snake bites us. And then we act like, Oh damn! I didn't know. I didn't know the snake bit. Like you got in bed with a snake. So it's a harsh, it's a harsh analogy, but your point is well taken. I've never, I've never covered a, a worse teammate than Indomitian Sue, and I wasn't even his teammate. But the horror, I, I literally, I, I, it was it, it. There are horror stories. There are horror stories. I'm not going to put oh, anybody, anybody's business out there, but literally 
to the point where teammates are apologizing to reporters for how mm-hmm. Sue treated people because he treated them them the same way and they understand what it's like 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 it was bad and I'm 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 glad and proud that he acknowledged that he I got to I got to see that interview he's got a podcast and I've seen it from time to time but I, I really can't like put energy into Indomitian Sue um but if he does come here and you do get in bed with the snake, no, I'm firing and you're going to have to address it. And I'm not being shy about what I'm firing because I like this team. I love this locker room. Okay. And the, the fear and concern that somebody can come here and maybe destroy one of the confidences of one of the offensive linemen like, which is what happened during the Sioux era. He destroyed a lot of people's confidence. But um, you don't think you don't think McDaniel is smart enough to like not even remotely take a chance of that happening, if if he fears it. I don't. I don't, I don't know if McDaniel fully knows. Like, and Chris Greer was here. Chris Greer should know. Correct. So, I, I'm. I'm just. But then the thing is, if he don't sign with you. He's going to sign with one of these four contenders, one of these four or five contenders. He is going to get in bed with, with one of the four or five. Maybe he signs with the Buffalo Bills who put Jordan Phillips on IR. Oh, IR. for real? Yes, yes, yes. Jordan okay. Phillips is done? Uh, for the next four games. R- wrist surgery. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> you almost sounded sincere there. <laughs> oh, my God. I would never wish harm on Jordan Phillips. I want him to have success at everything he does. Um, you know. No, and he won't, so he won't play in the Week 18 game at Hard Rock Stadium. Liam is very Eight. thankful for that. <laughs> yeah, they do. However, uh, could be getting back Daquan Jones, who was wasn't he? No, wasn't he the guy who drove? He, he might have gotten he might have gotten um um Toronto hurt right that's the one yes, that yes, yes, it was yes. from the side of Nepanesa no from the middle Nepanesa from the outside a lot of people get a lot of people get Dolphins players hurt on the Buffalo Bills but yes um so at least I won't have to be watching my back inside the tunnel during that Bills game I, I ain't gotta be like with a swivel with my head in a swivel like looking around uh but uh best of luck to you jordan and hopefully you 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 return quickly from speedy recovery speedy recovery all right folks we've gone 50 minutes talking about this wonderful team and heading into this big pretender showdown the showdown of pretenders we will be back tomorrow um to give you a wrap-up of what happened on the final preparation day for the dallas cowboys in this huge epic Second best game of the sea of the week, biggest game of the season showdown between the Miami Dolphins and a sold out stadium that will be filled with half Dol- half Cowboy fans at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami, Dol- Miami Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys. On that note, Poupard, give them your 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 hat tip. Obligatory hat tip. Thanks, everyone. You know how to find us. It's there. Alldolphins.com, and we'll be back tomorrow. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.